Howdy. Howdy. <laughs> How are you? How am I? I'm good. I I um I've been thinking a lot about the water check thing, the the water check element of our podcast, and I feel like it kind of has an expiration date. Um, because every single time I'm always drinking the same water, which is uh, yeah, murky water, yeah, from this <laughs> from the same cup. We could we could talk about the different cups we're drinking from. Mine has a dog on it, a sniffing um, dog. Mine has like a like an hourglass shape. Your it has an hourglass shape on it, or it. No, the... it's it's shaped like an hourglass, and I'm drinking top water from it. Sounds, but I it I like do want to um, um, drink bottled water in the future so that we can have a little water review moment. But for now, I'm just drinking my tap water that has lead in it. Yeah, and as I said before, I'm drinking water out of a, a cup with a little dog on it that says "sniffing dog." Did I? Did I? Uh, I I feel like I. I feel like my roommate should be mentioned because they are addicted to. Do you have Do you have a Essentia in in Canada? Do you have Essentia? It's like mm, a really really I, yeah yeah. Expensive. I think so. It it looks like a. It's in a lube bottle. A what? Like a lube bottle. Lube. Oh, kinda. Yeah. I don't. I yeah. Mean, it's like red. It's got. It's like a very intense water bottle color. It's got like reds and blacks. Like I don't. But it. But but my roommate Mags who can probably hear me talking right now, buys like a hundred bottles of Essentia a day. They're like addicted to it. <laughs> and you have a Berkey. That's, I, that's, so what I, that's what I keep saying is like, I have the Berkey. I fill the Berkey. Sometimes my other roommate fills the Berkey. But it's like Berkey water is delicious. It tastes like smooth. Like it's like sweet, like candy or like a nice Amaro. Yeah, it's like an aged fine water. Yeah, it's it's perfectly distilled yeah. water. Aged in a um, like a walnut barrel. Yeah, but I'll have to I'll have to get some Essentia water one of these episodes because uh, I did try it once and it just tasted exactly like tap water and I'm I'm so <laughs> sure that it is just tap water. I sorry sorry think Mags. that tap water is one of the best waters. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you see all those pictures that are like this is what your water is coming through. You know, and it has like all. Oh, of that's the like disgust- a disgusting like yeah. pipe. But I'm like, that's rust. Like, I think people look at that and they think that it's like shit, but it's not. It's no, like, it's it's fine to drink minerals. Yeah, it's it it's minerals lead. exactly. <laughs> and and when you drink that, you're drinking you're drinking the history of the city that you live in. You're drinking exactly. this. You know, you're drinking the same water that dinosaurs drank, but you are also drinking water that is filtered through the same pipes. That the the poor people in your old building used to uh, drink from. Yeah, and that's beautiful. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah, it's like your that's your um, patrimony. Your I don't know that word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you have to tell me what it means? Oh, it's like your heritage. I, it might not be a word in English. Actually, let me look it up. No, it probably is. I'm just stupid. Okay, no, it is a, a word in English. Yeah, patrimony. I'm sure it is. Patrimony. Okay. <laughs> then I'm just stupid. <laughs> I'm really uh, I'm really excited because um, after we record, I'm going to go see Ishtar at, at a theater that? in New York. Ishtar is like notoriously one of the worst movies ever made. It's like, I, I honestly don't even remember much about it. What I only remember is there was a Far Side comic where they're oh, like God. in hell. They're in hell. 
and uh, and the only DVD that they can watch is Ishtar. I guess it would probably be a VHS tape. But it's like oh it's like got God. Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty in it, and and they are like singer songwriters who end up in like Morocco, I think. Is this a, um, a Middle Eastern like made movie? No, no, absolutely not. Um, but I'm very oh, excited it looks, because it looks really awesome. Actually, I'm looking it up. Yeah, it looks great, right? I'm very <laughs> excited to go see it alone. It I'm gonna, incredible. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go alone. I'm gonna take a big edible. I'm gonna eat like a lot of snacks. Um, and I'm I'm probably gonna be the only one in the theater eating snacks because that seems to be a pattern for me. I'm looking up uh, pictures from the movie and it's all like white people wearing a turban. It looks incredible. Yeah. Well, they're wearing a turban because of the sun probably, right? Yeah, it's not It's not yeah. cultural appropriation. No, exactly. It's actually fine. It's actually fine. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll let you know how it is. Um, Please. <laughs> I have been watching so much um fucking i know i know we can't stop talking about queer eye but i'm still like addicted to it i love queer eye oh i God. love queer eye because my dream is to bully like a straight <laughs> man into having a better house wait you uh, right so we we talked about queer eye like extensively on the last episode yeah. but we didn't we didn't <laughs> talk about the that was before i had seen the new orleans season um, yeah, the new season. I also watched I, it last week. It was yeah. great. I wa- I watched most of it, and and it, it's just so funny to me how old the queer eye guys are now. Because the show's <laughs> been around for like ten years, and they look like haggard. They look really tired. JVN to looks doing. terrible. Yeah, and you know they're not <laughs> used to like the shit. the humidity. No, JVN looks fine. They look I, great. I, Tan France looks great. Tan France is hot. He looks great. He's, he's he a, does look great. He has such a fat ass. Do you ever notice? That? <laughs> I I I am getting. I swear to God, we talked about this on the last episode. He has like but a is, dump truck. It must be that worth saying. God. Yeah. I want to go to New Orleans so fucking bad. I'm just found out I'm going to New Orleans with my boyfriend in October, so I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me that. I forgot. Wait, yeah. <laughs> wait, how did that happen? Because you were like really, really, you were like addicted to talking about New Orleans and then you just like somehow ended up going, but it, it, it's not like... I manifested it with the power of my beautiful, sexy mind. Right. Um, but basically, I was just like talking about it and like thinking about it all the time. I want to go there so bad. And my boyfriend got invited to like an NFT like event there, so he can go for free, and I can also go for free. Um, and I'm really excited. God. <laughs> and when oh go God. to the NFT event, I'll just like he'll go to his thing, and I'll just like <laughs> do a, a ghost story. Yeah, yeah, he'll go to the. <laughs> sorry, there's a big fucking siren outside my window. Oh, that's okay. Let's What's let's going let's. On? I had probably a bank robbery. <laughs> Yo, what if I went to a, an adult only uh, ghost <laughs> store and I was like, uh, does the ghost ever jerk off and come? Oh over yeah, from the table? from uh, from the. I think you should leave. Yeah. Yeah. What if you did that? What, what if, if what if that? you did? What if you were doing a bunch of bits from I think you should leave at the ghost tour and they were like, you have to fucking stop doing. I think <laughs> everyone who comes here does these bits and it's so annoying. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're going to start. You're going to, yeah. <laughs> that would be and, so funny. And you'll be, you'll be at the, um, at the ghost tour and they're like really mad at you. And you'll be like, we're all trying to find the guy who did this. You know, like the, from the, the hot dog part of the, the show. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not that well versed, but you're, uh, sure. You're number one. I think you should leave fan. You love, you love <laughs> that. Yeah. But when I go to New Orleans, I'm like, I want to do all the esoteric, like voodoo stuff. I want to go to a ghost store. I want to see a psychic. Oh my I want to go to like all the haunted locations. I'm so excited. I want to see a vampire. Can't I. Wait. I I need to go to New Orleans because I love I love like voodoo esoterica like touristy voodoo stuff like I love yeah. like <laughs> like fake shrunken heads I I don't know if that's like fucked up at this point but <laughs> but man I, I think if, it's if, okay I would have to bring a whole extra suitcase for souvenirs if I went to New for, Orleans and for I don't think that's true you're shrunken heads <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true for any other city I'd go to I think that's the only one. Yeah, well, you should maybe you should come with me because uh, my boyfriend's gonna be like doing an NFT like thing event for like three days, so I'll be by myself for the first three days. Well, wait, when are when are you going? Um, October 9th. I wonder. I'm I'm gonna try to see if I can convince Caitlin to go too. That would be because then we could do like a double, like a couples trip. That would be um, awesome. I would really love that. Yeah. I think that would be so oh cool because he doesn't want to do any of the ghost stuff with me either. That's so, but I'm wow, like, that's... what if I go by myself and I get too scared? <laughs> right, right. No, you need you need the support of me and my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. What if I what if I got killed by a ghost? By a, I don't think those are. I think New Orleans ghosts are probably pretty jolly. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen uh uh, uh the prin- Princess Frog the Disney movie? I actually haven't. I I don't really like Disney stuff. I hate when people are like, <laughs> my favorite movie is Encanto or whatever. I'm like you're. Oh my god! Yeah, up. whatever. Although, although I would love, I don't like Disney movies, but I would love to go to Disney World. Oh my god. Uh, that okay wait that's the other place that i would have to bring another suitcase because <laughs> i love immersive experiences Me i love too. like like decoration i want to go to like the the part that's like a bunch of different countries and and just take epcot. a big edible and really just think that i'm there yeah epcot i've been there when i was I like actually, 13 i was it was oh really cool i need to let my yeah, cat in just give me a sec i'll be right back okay okay you can keep talking about how much you love. I'm gonna that keep car. talking about how um, how I I didn't come from a Disney World family. Unfortunately, my parents were more into into taking us on educational trips. Um, but I want to go to Disney World and I want to buy buy some of those ten thousand dollar Mickey Mouse ears. Um, and I want to yeah, I want to get really high for most of it too. I think it would be really fun. I'm back. You're back. Um, yeah, no, I really, really need to go to Disney World because I love immersive experiences. Did it, I, it's actually, I saw on my Instagram memories that it was a year ago, like a couple days ago, um, that my 
roommates and I went to the Stranger Things immersive experience. Oh my god, that Did I was tell you about beautiful. That? I I saw on Instagram. That, I love that you wonder. I was genuinely like the most fun I've ever had because it was very high budget. They had a like like extremely high production value. Um also not to not to, you know, beat a dead horse, but I was also very high. Um if Did okay, like like a... I feel like I should say that if I'm if I'm taking like if I'm if I'm gonna like smoke weed or do edibles, I treat it as like a like psychedelics. Like I do it <laughs> so like like I will like make a day of it, you know? I feel like that's how it should be done. No, I agree. I never smoke weed but or like do edibles or whatever, but whenever I do, I'm like, this is an experience. I we should do um a high episode. I would love to do that. Imagine I, getting I feel like so I'm, high. I'm not interesting when I'm high. Imagine uh, a guy who gets so high that he he sees a demogorgon. <laughs> that he sees a demogorgon. Well, that was me. Yeah, that was you. And you know, I thought that demogorgon was real. Unfortunately, <laughs> and I was. You were so like, "Bitch, I'm in the upside down." <laughs> I'm in the upside down. They put on, they gave us 3D glass, like in real life, they gave us 3D glasses and then took us in to, and I, I remember telling my roommates like at, at, at the time we were there, I was like, this is not natural. Like, this is not how we are meant to perceive the world. This is like an affront to God. I was like really disturbed by it. But then after the experience, they just let you into the space that they've made look like a mall and there are all these like stores and restaurants oh, and, and like awesome. character actors that are walking around. And I was like, never mind. This is the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> you were like, I get to go to the mall. I get to go to the mall. And I was talking to all the character actors and I was like really playing along. <laughs> they probably it's so fun. You. I'm sure I'm sure they were. I don't think a lot of people were were uh, engaging with them because, you know, it's not it's not like Disney World. People people are, you know, they have to maintain their composure. They have to be cool. Oh, we still need to yeah. go to um Baba Gum Shimko. Oh my god. <laughs> and yeah. uh when we order our meal, we just like do the the shrimp monologue. The shrimp yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's that's that was my my thing. It was like I know I know like going to like the Times Square yeah. Like Olive Garden or whatever is like a stupid fucking meme, but I do want to go to the Times Square Bubba Gum Shrimp, and <laughs> I want the waiter to come up to me, and uh, they'll be like, "So, what would you like?" And then I'm just gonna do the whole like yeah. uh, the whole list of all the shrimp kinds from Forrest Gump. Yeah, and you'll do the accent too. Yeah, I'll do. Um, yeah, the the accent. Yeah. Right back, <laughs> the Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Hanks voice, right. Um, <laughs> No, yeah. but but uh, the thing is that they don't have. I didn't know this. They don't have nearly the, the like the right amount of shrimp on their menu. They have like three shrimp options. It's crazy. They should have every single kind of shrimp in that in that monologue on the menu. Or, I agree. I, like, I fucking why not? It's such a gimme. Do you really like uh, Bubba Gump Shrimp Co? Like, I think the food is actually really good. <laughs> what is there one in like? like french canada no no i've been to the one in new york before with my parents oh so you've already okay so you've been to the this one yeah. before yeah. <laughs> okay. 
and it was really good. That's I'm looking really up funny, if there's one yeah. in New Orleans. Oh, like there, there is. There. I actually remember there being one because I, I went to New Orleans when I was like 12 and I was like an angsty oh, teenager. Really? And this was when I want to I, I want to see if I can find some of these pictures, but I didn't have a oh. smartphone. Oh, wait, what? What? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I looked. <laughs> what? I looked up Bubba Gum Shrimko New Orleans and like I'll I'll bring you to I'll send you the link to the page. There's a really funny message. Um I think it closed down the one in New Orleans, but the the way they, they're saying it closed down is really funny. Wait, yeah, what what does it say? It says <laughs> that ain't there no more. <laughs> <laughs> No way. <laughs> Just Come on. Page. That's too much. I sent you the link on IG. I think I think New Orleans might just be the new Disney World. <laughs> Hold on. Yep, it says Dad ain't there no more. Seems like this business is closed for good. <laughs> there is spelled like D-E-R-E. I yeah, yeah, and like Cajun. It's it's uh like New Orleans pat- yeah. Cajun patois. I, I really <laughs> I assumed that would be like the flagship location, so I really I wonder why they closed down. I know I'm so disappointed. I no. like isn't like doesn't the movie take place in New Orleans? Forrest like, Gump? No, uh, no, I, it takes place in Alabama. But I mean, isn't like Bubba from New Orleans? I honestly don't know or remember, but it just has it has New Orleans vibes to me. So maybe yeah. I'm completely wrong, but. Wait, I was I was gonna say I was gonna tell you about my trip to New Orleans. Oh which, please! Um, I was I was twelve. Tell me all this about was, it. This was my era of I was like a I was not a cool kid. I would <laughs> like era. wear I, I had giant over ear headphones that I would wear wear around my neck like constantly. Um, and I went with my family, and this was like right about when I was like I want to go walk around by myself as much as possible. And my parents were like, <laughs> you can't walk around in New Orleans by yourself. But we were still staying like a really and like the 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 quiet district, like I grew up in Portland, and it was it was definitely like the most Portland area of New Orleans, the Garden right. District. But I would still like go off on myself and like listen to listen to like the buskers play music and just like stand in front of them for like twenty minutes and not tip them. Because <laughs> um, you were twelve, you didn't. Because I was twelve, yeah. But also, this was when I um, when I first discovered Instagram, and I didn't even have a smartphone, but but we had like a family iPad. So I would take the iPad around and take pictures of stuff and put like the most like gruesome, terrible filters on them. And I, I definitely I need to post some of these on on our uh, podcast Instagram because they're they're audacious. Oh, my God. I really they're really. Yeah, I really, really want to see it. I'm imagining yeah. like a picture of like a jazz man with like the Rio de Janeiro filter. That's on. like not super far off. Like yeah, a, no, a vignette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely like as much as much like as many filters applied as possible. <laughs> like ten For filters sure. all over yeah. each other, like to the point where borders. the picture is <laughs> unrecognizable. <laughs> yep, tons of borders. <laughs> Ugh, that sounds beautiful. But yeah, I yeah. like can't wait to go to New Orleans. When I go, I really do want to do a Cajun episode because I feel like as a French Canadian, I feel 
uh, kindred to the Cajun people. And I'm sure yeah, you have, have you have a like unique a unique perspective, perspective. A, a unique take on the Cajun diaspora. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be a really interesting anthropological journey for me. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, you can. Yeah, maybe you can do. You should do one of those fan boat tours. You know, I mean, I guess mm-hmm. it'll be October, so it might be a little cold. I don't know what the weather's like there, but oh, they'll they'll just warm. like they'll take you around in a big boat long. throughout the throughout the bayou. I definitely want to see an alligator. That's my <laughs> my goal. It was also yeah. um. Like, I was planning my trip. I made, like, my little Google list on mm-hmm. one of the shops that I saw recommended on Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, website. Goop Stop. Is <laughs> it's the restaurant of the guy that was on Queer Eye. And the article no is from before the show came out. And it just led me to wonder, like, what this guy's life is now. Because... Wait. Anthony? It's like no, no. Um, the guy that they made over in the new season of Queer Eye, who owns a restaurant. Oh, Stein's, I haven't seen that one yet. Stein's Deli. I haven't seen that, that one episode. yet. Oh, it's it's really funny because he clearly doesn't want to be there, and <laughs> his girlfriend is like forcing him to do this. But I wonder what it's like for this guy now because it's like everyone from his community and beyond who will come to his uh, deli will know him as the guy whose life fucking sucked so hard <laughs> that he had to be on TV about it. Oh my God. Like, everyone knows that you're like a fucking mess. We're like, we're literally <laughs> that addicted your house to talking about Queer shit. Eye. Cause it's so, it's such a vulnerable <laughs> no, position so to put yourself in. <laughs> and it's like, where do you go from there? I'm sorry. <laughs> we- <laughs> I sometimes I wonder and and I I swear I wonder if I talked about this on the last episode honestly but I wonder what the queer eye guys would think of me like because like my life is like fine I just like I wonder you know if they came in if somebody nominated me for some reason would they be like actually oh you know like your clothes are good but you did you had an oreo for breakfast you know instead of any other food yeah do you remember when um Anthony was like uh is it Anthony? Yeah, Anthony, Anthony, the 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 like cook. He was like exposed for basically being a fraud and not really being a cook, and people just like don't care. What? Wait, yeah, I mean, he's not a cook, right? He just like knows how to make basic food. Like that's yeah. fine. That doesn't bother <laughs> me. But it's fine because he's like so sexy. What do, were people like? He's never been a head chef at like a gourmet restaurant. Is that what people were saying? Yeah, and he like didn't write his own cookbook or something. Oh my god, whatever. Who cares? Well, do you think? Do you think Tan France like designed his own Target or like Target clothing line? Like Jesus. Actually, Tan France um, has been. Oh my god! Um. Okay, I just uncovered new queer eye drama. Ooh. But Ten France used to be a designer for Zara, I believe. Oh, I believe it. Okay, I I looked up like Anthony queer eye controversy, and the first um <laughs> the first like result is that uh, Karamo and Anthony do not talk to each other at <gasps> all, and they hate each other. Really. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, does it say why? It says, 
Karamo said that there was a third party who was making it difficult for the two men to bond with each other. What? So I'm I'm guessing they have an axe in common or something. That's wild. Wow. The editors do a really good job of not making that clear. Yeah, I never knew. I I I and I feel like this is kind of just becoming a queer eye podcast, which is fine. But I was I was watching that, you know, the first episode in the in the uh the New Orleans season where they do the frat house, right? Right, yeah. And I, this is this is gonna sound crazy, but I feel like there was one frat, there was like one frat brother who they just like only filmed once or twice, and he was just like there in the background. And I was like, what if he was the only one that didn't agree to like get made over, <laughs> like a weird queer eye cryptid that's just like like a like a internet myth at this point. I don't no, know. There was something off putting about it. I honestly, though, I read this, like, review of this person who was like, I wasn't queer eye, and it was not at all what you think. And she was basically saying that, like, she was like, yeah, like, they made over my house, but they took all my belongings and put them in trash bags, and I had to go through them. Yeah, And it's like, okay, well, obviously, like, they're not gonna, like, sort all of your shit for you. Like, (laughs) Like, yeah, are, I mean, they're not going to, it's just like, it's, it's a false premise where they're, you know, like, it's impossible to fix somebody's life in like three days. But like, no, exactly. it's fine. It's fine to like help somebody a little bit and do a little, but like, I will, I will say like, especially with the frat house one, they like, they gave them white couches. Like that place is going to look disgusting I... and like thought the exact days. same thing i was really? like not the fucking white couch oh no yeah those are gonna have cigarette burns like tomorrow yeah do you know oh um God. anthony from queer eye well he he's like um polish and israeli but he's also french canadian oh no way yeah okay a little bit of nice little bit of uh, french canadian representation mm-hmm. that's pretty cool <laughs> Nice. He's also yeah. um, bisexual. Oh, I was I was gonna say he's also gay, and then I actually I didn't I didn't know he was actually bisexual. He's bisexual and French Canadian. That's kind of cool. Oh, hey, uh, they should get a Jewish guy on there. To be completely honest, <laughs> Anthony is Jewish. They should. Oh, is he? Well, they should get a Jewish straight guy as one of the oh, queer like, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Replace honestly, replace Karamo by like a Jewish straight guy. Karamo? No, no, they can't replace Karamo. Replace like Jonathan Van Ness with a with like a with like a sixty year old Jewish guy. Not like a not like an old Jewish man, but but like I a, don't I don't think a a Jewish straight guy can do hair. As wait, is Karamo the one that does hair? No, oh, no Karamo, jo- oh my God. Karamo is the one who does um, Feelings. like therapy. He's also not a therapist. He's um, a social worker. Yeah, I don't. That I feel like that's kind of fine. That like I feel like that's better than having a therapist. Yeah, I think it'd maybe be very so. weird to like. I think I think the show might end up going in really dark places if they had like a psychotherapist. I wonder how. Um, like what what's it called the thing where you can't 
disclose information that's said in therapy. I wonder how that works. And um in Hypa. Hypa. I wonder how that works. Yeah. Well, you just said he's not a therapist, so probably <laughs> means that he can disclose literally anything. <laughs> I guess so. Oh man, I would be so scared to say something embarrassing if I was on Queer Eye. <laughs> I think they would. I think I like like Tan Tan would look at my clothes and be like, "Yeah, you you seem to really like black t-shirts. Here we go. So we got you a black t-shirt from Old Navy." I feel like if I um were on Queer Eye, they would be like, "You need a bed frame." <laughs> Yeah, Your and you'd be like, on the floor, you, you don't get it. Bitch. Yeah, I yeah, you. yeah, you idiot. What are all these disgusting, like, vintage clothes? They smell like mothballs. Let's get you to, uh, <laughs> to H&M, girly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh, I wish doing queer eye were my job. They need to make queer eye for, for women. You should, <laughs> you, you should start your own show. Okay, we honestly, honest to God, we have to talk about um, something other than Queer Eye, but I'm drawing a complete blank. I, if you, if you will <laughs> allow it, I um, went back on crystalhealingnecklace.com. Oh Emily Gems? <laughs> not, um, not Emily Gems. Oh, oh Crystal, right, 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 right. Yeah. Sorry, I got them confused. <laughs> crystal healing necklace and i went a little further in time and i'm i found some new claims um that they're making about their their necklace that yeah, i please. would like to share with you what this is uh this is crystalhealingnecklace.com web archive yeah all right i'm there what what year i'll send you the link Oh no, I'm on the I'm on it. I'm on it. But uh what what uh, what year? Oh, August 2007 in the right, testimonial see. section. August 2007. All right. Um I I just want to <laughs> go over this new claim that they're making that it now um cures cancer. Um, they also have changed the name from Crystal Healing Necklace to uh, the Oneness Pendant. Right, um, right. I really love that. It's now $120, I believe. Okay, uh, $120, and it's like, it used to be like individual crystals, like on a necklace, kind of like beads. But now it's a Star of David, and um, oh yeah, we saw the Star of David last time. But I have not. Yeah. These claims are are ludicrous. It, it's <laughs> like it's like they have to like go more and more overboard every year. This is, are you are you talking yeah. about like the one where it says I found and married the man who I who I whom I was forbidden to marry sixteen years ago. Since then. I have changed considerable. I am more confident and outgoing. My financial status is turned for the better. It is unbelievable how this crystal healing pendant has changed my life. And that is from Indian Lady. <laughs> from Indian Lady. Do you yeah. think that's how she she credited herself, or do you think the, the owners of the website chose that? We're like for this her? this freaking Indian lady. Oh man. I wanna go I wanna go to like 20, 2014 and see if they're still around. I, I want to read one out, if you'll okay. allow it, um, that I really enjoyed. Yeah, says, go nuts. <laughs> Once Paul did the energy field around the hospital, 
He warned me that there will be many changes and sorting out to be done. Well, what can I say? The changes did happen with a big bang. Some staff members left and just the right type of people filled these positions. There is such a calming and peaceful atmosphere around the hospital and I get comments from everywhere. Turnover has increased, which she says is a good thing, not just in finances. (laughs) So far, we had three cases where patients came came in with cancer. And when the doctor opened them up, they found nothing. All I can say is that I'm very happy with the changes that are happening at the hospital. So she is saying Mm. that um, the crystal healing necklace or the oneness pendant has cured cancer and treat patients. All right. Um, So that's beautiful. Um, I feel like people people who who, who, uh, are involved heavily in Western medicine kind of tend to stay away from this kind of thing. But I, I like the... I like that they're kind of, you know, syncing up. I no, think that's exactly. A, that could be a beautiful marriage of, of Western and, and you know, Western medicine and whatever uh, <laughs> this is. I will I will say um, I'm now on their, like, 2022-2023 website, and it's a lot worse and a lot more boring, but they do. <laughs> they have a section that's just any news, and I, it must be, like, just, like, keyword thing, but it's just any news about gemstones. <laughs> And the latest one is just about like a bank, like a heist, like a gemstone heist. Oh my God. Can you send that to me? I was trying to see if the website was still active because I want to purchase the necklace and see, (laughs) like review on the podcast if I notice any changes, but I couldn't find like a current version of their um, website. Um, Well, this is, this is, I'm still, I'm still on the way back machine and this is a, uh, August 10th, 2022. Oh, I, I can't go this recent for some reason. Oh, that's weird. You'll have to take my word for it. Okay. I, I wanted to um, read another review that's just like such a gem. Um, it's called... A gem. A gem. Uh, it's called White Lion Child Relates to Pendant. Whoa. So it says... I took my daughter of five years, which is really a f- such a funny way to say your five-year-old daughter. My daughter of five years. <laughs> <laughs> She's been my daughter of five years. Yeah. <laughs> what would, yeah. Of five years to see Paul as she was dreaming of white lions. Wait, and who's I, Paul? Paul is the owner of this uh, website. Oh, yeah, he's the creator of uh, crystal crystal healing. Necklace. Okay, he um, we should we should hook him up with Emily Gems. <laughs> I'm sure they they must know each other. <laughs> but honestly, like I feel like I went to a Reiki class once, and like the instructor like knew all the other like Reiki practitioners and all the other like esoteric people. Yeah, and she was like. Oh, like don't go to that crystal store. Like they're they're bitches or whatever. And I was like, T, tell me him. Um, but anyways, she took her daughter of five years to see Paul, as she was dreaming of white lions and spoke Whoa. about them all the time. See Linda Tucker's book Mysteries of the White Lions, and that's in parentheses. I purchased a pendant for her, which she calls her white lion. When she was asked by her grandmother what the pendant was for, she replied, 
<laughs> to change the old South Africa into the new South Africa. <laughs> Stop. What does that even mean? Does, does that have like racist connotations? I honestly, I, I don't know enough about South Africa. It's, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, since wearing the pendant, she's much calmer, focused, and aware, seeing amazing things that give me and my husband insight into our lives. The most amazing thing is when she fell out of the tree into her head, she went into a copa. <laughs> That's the most amazing thing? No. And when she woke up, the first thing she asked for was her white lion, saying to me oh, no. that she has decided to stay here a little bit longer. Oh no. <laughs> so you can you can see God yeah. with these pendants. <laughs> and uh turn old Africa into new Africa. Yeah. Old yeah. Have you seen this guy's um this guy's other website, the secret of manifestation.org? No, please send that to me. I did I I sent it to you on Instagram. Um this is it's honestly, you know, like it's 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 pretty tame. Um there's a really good picture of him with like kind of a, a, a colored pencil filter all over it. Oh, beautiful. Um, Is that Paul? I think? think that's Paul. Yeah. Paul Bernie. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And this, this seems pretty reasonable. He's just talking about the soul, uh, soul purposes to dive deeper into the secret of manifestation, cross boundary or f cross frontiers and break barriers of conscious manifestation. And I want to do take this journey with all of you, the readers um, the blog, The Secret of Manifestation, is not my blog. It is the readers and participators' blog. I am only the facilitator. That is very humble, Paul. That's respectable. <laughs> I like Paul this guy. Paul is, um, he looks like, um, he looks like Mr. Big from Sex and the City. <laughs> but, like, if he looked, like, a little bit worse. Yeah. Yeah. He does kind of look like that. He yeah. looks he looks like a piano teacher. He does. He has like so piano funny. teacher vibes. He he has like Eastern European vibes to him. <laughs> I don't know, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Paul Bernier. This this website is kind of an endless font of, of Honestly, uh, yeah. Of it's <laughs> beautiful information. They have a start your own spiritual businesses uh page. Oh, lovely. I would love to start my own spiritual business. Oh, wait. Oh, so it's like, so, okay, so wait, this is like actually like an MLM thing, I think. Oh, my God. Yeah, because you, you buy you buy pendants and you sell them and, and uh, wow, get started with our startup pack of 20 pendants at only uh, uh, $1,200. <laughs> wow, okay. After purchasing this, this is okay. So yeah, so this is just very clearly like an MLM thing, and that's yeah. that's like fine. It's a um, pyramid scheme. Understand the virtual reality game known as the Matrix and play it to their own rules. The real secrets on how to manifest, which the movie The Secret did not tell them. <laughs> the, wait, this is this is within a list of your spiritual business benefits for your clients. I mean, to be fair, I do want to learn how to uh, switch on my frontal lobe of my brain and increase my psychic ability. I Okay, so I found what I believe to be their suppliers. Really? Yeah. It says Is it like a dropshipping thing? Supplied by Crystal Worlds. 
What is um, is Crystal Worlds just another website? Let me see if I can find any more information. I feel like I'm Wow, okay. I really want to buy one of these pendants, but the website is like currently defunct. I know. I want I want the pendant. You know what? I'll try to find like one that looks really similar. That would be great. It's yeah, it's, they... it's just like um a star of David made out of amethyst. Yeah. That's this one like this one is in a locket. Just have, what it is. <laughs> have you seen the manifestation locket? Yeah. It's that beautiful. one's that one's my favorite. Oh, I want a manifestation locket. <laughs> <laughs> man i love the part where he says um you will have a full year to decide whether this life-changing experience is for you or not with a marginal cost of 40 us cents a day huh. that's <laughs> not that like, many cents so true I, that would convince me i would be like i'm buying it <laughs> this guy this guy seems to have like very very intense belief like like or like like he he's very confident in in what he's saying and what he believes in no exactly and, he... and like honestly if that's what it does if if it makes you really believe in something you know incredibly fake and stupid like that's fine oh you can also buy them at wholesale for 57 US dollars Good. Okay. Good. I want to. I okay. I'll really try to find something similar, and then we can see if we notice any changes in our lives. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I also want crystal shop like right after. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please, if you find one, send me one. Yeah, I will. There's so many crystal stores in Montreal. Like, there's a whole street of them. It's it's like a huge thing here. Is it like the the crystal district? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like, it's huge. I wish I worked at the crystal shop and talked about like my rising sign all day or whatever. Me too. I want to work <laughs> in one of those like Tibetan stores. Yes. Oh my God. I love those. Do you, do you think those have like closed down because people are scared of cultural appropriation? Well, in Montreal, they're not closed down. They're alive and well. Okay. That's, that's good to hear. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's true. I think I, I still see them around in Portland and I, 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 uh, there, and there must be like a, like an area in New York where they. No, I think New flourishing. York is not, it's, it's not a very esoteric city, but if you go to like a small town in like Vermont or Maine or Massachusetts or New Orleans, probably, or Portland, or Montreal, like you'll see so yeah. many of those stores. I was gonna be like, honestly, I wanna stop wearing designer clothes. I am like, fuck Ricoans. I wanna wear the clothes at the crystal shop and yeah. the Tibetan stores. Yeah, like like clothes made out of like really, really rough fabric. Yeah. Like I mean I th- linen. I think <laughs> I could I could be one of those like white guys who's really into eastern spirituality i think that that should be making a comeback soon i I, okay so i think i think that's huge right now and i think it's really gonna come back in full force and i feel like it's a huge tenant of cup of water of cup of water absolutely aesthetic (laughs) absolutely 
I mean, I, I have. Like we had a, a similar like upbringing where our parents were like a little bit like granola, and so we had the like ten year old child uh, to a granola family experience. Yeah, I mean, my my parents were. <laughs> They weren't like granola. They weren't like hippies. My mom was my mom like was maybe a little bit of a hippie. She was like a like a Grateful Dead fan for maybe like a year. <laughs> but I did I did kind of just have like Jewish health parents, which I think is kind of a whole different thing because it comes from a place of paranoia, you know, instead of <laughs> mindfulness. But I feel like you definitely had the granola, like camping. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah. Like we went camping. We had healthy cereal. We had yeah. like Enviro Kids no, no, exactly. cereal. Like my parents yeah. aren't. They're not like spiritual or anything, but they're like right. granola in that sense. Okay. Yeah. Where yeah. We. I don't know. Like it's just the like. It's like the natural history museum gift shop aesthetic. Oh no! Exactly, exactly. Which is like, which one of my yeah one of my yeah. favorite things. Like like t shirts, t shirts from the aquarium. No, exactly. Like going to see the dinosaur bone exhibit, and then yeah. your parents are like, "Okay, you can buy like an amethyst from the gift shop." <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that last time. The the, the precious gems from yeah. from like a, a gift gift stores like a fool's gold. Yeah, I, and then you can put them in a little like baggy, yeah, like a, a little, little bag like, velvet, and, like can, oh, exactly. You can buy a them by pouch. weight. Yeah, yep. exactly. <laughs> I I um when I was a kid, I was really really. This is kind of off topic, but also not. I was really I was like a huge trains kid. Like I was the most oh, into trains you that you could. Po- yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, like I had I had like a conductor's hat that I would wear, like an engineer's oh. hat that I would wear all the time. But um, it's so cute. When when I was like, I must have been like six or seven, I think. We we took a family vacation to San Francisco, and we uh, we took the train down there, like the uh, the the Amtrak, which was you know unreal for me because it was like overnight, <laughs> and we got to we got to sleep on the train. But we get there and we get off the we get off the train and we leave the train station. Like the first thing that we walk by is just like a Walgreens like pharmacy, and they have they have like and and you you know what San Francisco is famous for is those those uh, street cars right like the cable cars right yeah um, just like in um the room. <laughs> does that yeah just like in the room? Yeah, but um, I I um. I saw in the window they had like toy cable cars, um, you know, like probably really shitty ones. But I, I was so obsessed with these toys that I kept like the whole trip. We were there for like five days and the whole trip I was just like, can we please go to Walgreens? And I kept bothering my parents. <laughs> oh, you were probably such a cute kid. I was a cute kid, but I really wanted to go to Walgreens and I really wanted toy trains. And also, I could not use public bathrooms. I was it was physically impossible. You were a little autistic with it. Oh yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's fine though. Um, not any not anymore though. Oh, you cured it. I think fig- yeah, I, cheated. I got a I got a crystal pendant that cured my my your autism. Uh, yeah, my light autism. Um, just real quick, I made a list actually yesterday of cup of water aesthetic so i just want to 
read it off. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you'll agree. Um, and it's really building into that whole like nostalgic, like being a 10 year old child to granola parents aesthetic, which I think we really share. Yeah. Um, I miss that. I do too. So real quick, it's spirals, tie dye, summer camp, bug spray, thigh restaurants. Um, Thai? Thai restaurants? Thai restaurants. Got it. Small town crystal (laughs) stores, 2006 esoteric aesthetic, cartoons, granola bar, mediocre sushi, cuneiform, (laughs) natural history museum gift shop, um, the states of... Maine, Vermont, Massachusetts, and Oregon. Uh, Life is Good t-shirts, Coexist bumper stickers, wind chimes, the American flag, mediocre vegan chain restaurant, acute pressure, camping beach trip. (laughs) This Uh, is such a long list. Oh my God. Credence, Clearwater Revival, (laughs) and Lotus Flowers. (laughs) As Cup of Water as dark. God, that is that's that's so all-encompassing. That's like everything. Yeah, that's all of it. And I think that I don't know. I feel like it's such a um, a great thing about our podcast is that we're not only uh, cultural commentators, but we also have our own aesthetic and our own visual language. And yeah. we really are like online ceramics. If it wasn't ugly. Yeah, we're like online ceramics, but uh, not like for vaporwave fans. Yeah, I think we're authentically online ceramics. Yeah, but also like I think I think I, I mean like like everything you're saying on that list, I really appreciate and I want to evoke. But I do feel like the <laughs> the Judy the Judaistic nature of my childhood was a little like a little more hectic than than what that list connotes, and I think. <laughs> There, there are some things that I would add, um, like, the like symbolic nature of your upbringing. Yeah, like, like a <laughs> accidentally doodling a, a bunch of swastikas in your in your Hebrew language uh, no. notebook because you don't know what they are. You're like, check out this cool symbol. Yeah, I, I learned about out. this. I learned about this symbol. <laughs> yeah, um, drawing it all over like the. Uh, did you go to Hebrew school? <laughs> yeah, no, I I uh I did that. I went to I went to Shabbat school, which was like Sunday school, but it's on Saturdays. Right. And uh, it was mostly snack based education, which was cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also bef- we did Hebrew school too, which was you know bogus. And I never learned what any of the Hebrew words meant. I just learned how to like phonetically sound everything out, which I think is kind <laughs> of all they really wanted to teach us. Can you sing like uh, a Hebrew song? Like no, like not anymore. I've forgotten so much that I learned as as a, like a young Jew, which is kind of sad because I learned a lot and I was I was like pretty involved in Judaism, like not not like intense. It was it was very like like liberal Judaism, you know. It was, it was not even reform. It was like Reconstructionist. But um, would you want to um, like get back into it? You should go to synagogue. It could be cool. Yeah, yeah. I went to I went to like a concert the other night in in a big old uh, synagogue in new york and it was it was like a beautiful ambient set and i was kind of realizing like oh this is kind of how i felt when i was a kid and i would go to synagogue and we would sing all the prayers and i would kind of like (laughs) 
like try to like harmonize with the music for some reason. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's really important and beautiful to like connect with your culture. Yeah. I think I, mean, I think you should do that. You should go yeah. to a Judaica store. Yeah. And um buy a bunch of Judaica. <laughs> well, this, so there's this I, and and we're almost out of time, but I want there is this like concept in Judaism that I was that I was kind of learning about throughout like like independently for like an art thing throughout college but that's called hidur mitzvah which is basically just like the 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 way that the beautification of ritual objects can bring you closer to god and i'm like no other religion says that yeah like it's so overt (laughs) it's like saying like if you have like a beautiful menorah like that is a way of loving god that's like a mitzvah in itself and i think that's very cup of water that's so cup of water. That's so, I really agree with that. And <laughs> to add on to that, I feel like that's so like, um, I relate to it as a Taurus rising. I just, it's kind of different, but I just got this like beautiful uh, burled wood um, box because I wanted to buy toilet wipes. And I was oh like, there's God. no way. I'm putting my toilet wipes like directly on the toilet, like in the plastic container. <laughs> so I was like, I need to buy a beautiful, rare Burldwood um, box to put my toilet wipes on. And so I really relate to that statement. And so does that does that make you feel closer to God, Flo? Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I love. <laughs> I love that I was telling you about like. How I how I'm like connecting with my Jewish roots through beautiful ritual objects, and you're like, yeah, I'm a Taurus rising. <laughs> Basically, the same thing. Yeah, it's the same as being Jewish. <laughs> Just kidding. I think I think it's really beautiful. It's such a gorgeous concept. Yeah, Judaism is like the most like beautiful religion. If you look at like the the design of synagogues. I agree. Especially like once the, like the built like in the are out of this world. They're out of this world. Yeah. Know, yeah, maybe um, I'll maybe I'll get back into it. Maybe I'll start going to synagogue again. I think that could be cool. Yeah, I think you should do birthright and Oh my god. Go to I cannot well. do birthright. <laughs> Actually, my twin brother really wants me to do birthright with him. You should do birthright. I Come can't. On. I can't. I can't go to Israel, right? Like that's just like <laughs> okay but what if if you go for free yeah yeah but you know it's like it's not it's not woke i i would go to israel i think it's a beautiful country and it might be honestly i think it's like the most historically significant land in the world and i think it's really worth seeing that in your lifetime like even if not for spiritual i think you're i think you're being a bad leftist right now I <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean it would be cool, I guess. It would be cool to go to Jerusalem and and see the the Wailing Wall, which yeah. has always sounded like something from Harry Potter for me <laughs> to be completely honest. Yeah, Jerusalem is just like uh Hogwarts. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, Israelis are the Gryffindor. Yeah, exactly. The Gryffindors of the Yeah, exactly. Um, we know okay, we're, the, we're literally out of, we're out of recording time <laughs> flow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, we're literally out of recording time. Okay, so bye. on that note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>